Hello all, welcome to the inaugural uh, episode of Hockey Circles, first off the bench. Uh, I'm Mike McWilliam, this, my guest today is Mr. Jack Mack, Jack McElhardy. How are you the, guys doing? One of the uh, founders of Hockey Circles and uh, uh, hockey legend, so can't think of anybody better to have on than you for our first episode. So. Alright, thanks Mike, and, good uh, to have you here. Thank you. Just before we start, we you know bought some new camera gear. So just so you know, this this camera actually, it, I think it adds fifty to seventy pounds in appearance. So yeah, yeah. Jack and I are both well below our playing weight and <laughs> completely svelte. We're so ready to go. Just so there's no misconceptions. Yeah, yeah. It's all camera. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about uh, how you how you started out. You're a Burnaby boy like myself. Yeah, I was. I grew up in Burnaby and. Um, Started playing hockey at the Burnaby Winter Club back, uh, that's a long time ago now, <laughs> back when they only had the little rink. I don't know if you yep. remember that little oh, yeah. rink there. It was, uh, wasn't very big, but uh, it was a lot of fun back then playing hockey. Yeah, yeah, I was at uh, McPherson, so we had the small Same rink. Same small too, rink, yeah, so. we played against McPherson all the time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so you played with Burnaby Winter Club. Did you guys have anybody else on your teams that... Uh, Kind of went on to bigger and better things like yourself. No, no one else did that back then. It was uh, we didn't play a lot of hockey back then either. You know, like there was no uh, major junior out in British Columbia. It was, right. Uh, and back then, minor hockey you had one practice and one game a week, and it yeah. went for like four months, and that was it. Then you went out and played baseball. Yeah, I think we got most of our practices playing road hockey back then. Yeah, so. exactly. Always out on the street. Yeah. Uh, and so after that, once you got out of minor hockey, yeah, I was uh, I uh, fin finished uh, band midget in uh, the winter club, and I played one year juvenile at uh, uh, down in uh, for Burnaby, oh, okay. C.G. Brown there when yep. that rink had opened, and uh, after that I went to um, uh, Westminster Royals back in the B.C. Junior League, and uh, yeah, it, uh, that was a good league. It was. Uh, Played in Victoria, we played in Vernon, and yeah. same as it is now. So and you guys were at Queen's Park as well? We are at Queen's yeah. Park, got a little beautiful rink there, and yeah. the fans are right on top of you. It's a, it's a real good uh, good hockey rink and real good yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, for anybody that, that you know wasn't uh, fortunate enough to see some of the junior games in New West, I mean, you can check out some of the YouTube videos. It was uh, just an awesome rink to play and very intimidating and... Uh, very lively rink. So. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then yeah. uh, we finished that. I finished that year there. Then the major junior did come out to BC that year, that next year. And then uh, New Westminster had a team. Uh, Victoria got in and Vancouver, Vancouver Nats. Oh, okay. They played out of the Caresdale Arena, the old Caresdale yep. Arena. So those three teams came out to BC that year. And um, that year I started in Victoria. And uh, got traded to Flintform, oh, out in northern Manitoba. Now, were they the bombers back then? They were the bombers. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, it was, it was a life, life changing experience. I'm uh, sure. I don't know if anybody's ever been out to Flintform, but it's, it's about a ten hour drive north of Winnipeg, and in the winter those were long ten hours. And uh, the the mining company there, uh, Hudson Bay Mining and Smelting, they owned. The hockey team so you work in the mine I worked uh, underground from 8 till 12 every morning and then you'd practice in the afternoon so it was a it was a, 
quite an experience. Cold and it was a little different than growing up in Burnaby. So was it similar to today's game where they had, you know, special smoothies for you in the dressing room and everything <laughs> once you got in from the mines? No, no, <laughs> it was a little different back then, yeah. You had the, they brought in the big box with shoe polish and that was, you, everybody had to polish their skates yeah. before every game. Yeah, <laughs> well, some good times. I think everybody, I think, in Canada is somehow, you know, separated slightly from Flin Flon. My mom was born in Flin Flon and, you know. So, so you've been up there? I haven't, thankfully, oh, no. No, no I offense, tell you, Flin Flon, it, but. It's a, it's a great little town. And, yeah. and in the summer now, it's a, it's a lot of fishing up there. It's a lot of lakes. It's, it's, people are great. It's a real, oh, no doubt. I had a real great experience there. Yeah. No, I'm thinking more uh, the guys that I, I played with back in the day, you know, that would have been something, but for the old bones to be up in Flin Flon now might be a little tough. Yeah, a little tougher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you went uh, you went from from that into straight into pro? Right into uh, a, a Flyers uh, training camp the next year. And, uh, and what, what year was that? That was 72. 72, 72 got uh, into the Flyers camp that year, and it was... Uh, you know, it was, you know, you're nervous as you know. You go into your first camp and you don't know anybody, and uh, so it was. Uh, we had our first first two weeks of camp were in Ottawa. Okay. And then we moved from Ottawa after that down to Philadelphia. So it was. Uh, camps were all, uh, were long then. You yes. Know, you, yes. Two a days, and you worked and worked, and they got you into shape. It yeah. Was, it was, Back then, there was very little uh, summer hockey to, to train and do that kind of stuff. So you, you went to training camp to get back into shape. Yeah. And now, when you were at your first camp, were you, because I know, you know, obviously you're always known as a pro, as a very physical player and, you know, one of the toughest guys pound for pound to play. Was that sort of your role at that time coming out of junior as well? Yeah. No, it's, uh, it was my style of play and I kept yeah. it going and... Uh, the first year uh, after training camp, they assigned me to uh, the New Jersey Devils, which was uh, in the East Coast Hockey League, okay. and it was uh, right across the river from Philadelphia. So from from the rink that we played into the rink in Philadelphia was maybe a fifteen minute drive, and um, so that was the old East Coast Hockey League. So it was yeah. uh, that was quite an experience. I uh, my roommates that back then were Kurt Brackenberry. Oh yeah. And uh, John Brophy, so the three of us shared a, an apartment there, and it was a yeah. it was quite an experience, <laughs> a yeah. lot of fun. I'm going to be tracking down the flies to get the stories <laughs> from that place. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a it was a you know you, you, you had to play every night, and there was no uh, no hiding. You had to go out there yeah. and you travel. The travel was tough. Them there was no money. You weren't making any money, no. but uh, you had lots of fun. Yeah. Oh, I had the, uh, uh, well, I guess, honor to play against one of uh, Brof's teams in the East Coast League when I was in Greensboro. He was coaching Hampton. Hampton, and, uh, right down there. Yeah. He always had his teams prepared. So. Oh, yeah. Brof was yeah. Uh, very intense. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, he was a real good man. He was yeah. a lot of fun. And, uh, no, I, I heard a great story about him because a lot of people just sort of see the, you know, the one side. But I know that uh, when he was coaching the Leafs, he specifically brought up Val James, because apparently, you know, financially, he'd been playing in the minors, obviously, hadn't, hadn't made a lot or whatever, and specifically brought him up to try and 
you know, give him a little bit of a little bit of help, which I thought was a, and not that he didn't deserve it, because anybody that knows who Val James is knows that, you know, he was he was there in his toughness. But I mean, I just thought that was pretty yeah, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Rolf would uh, would definitely like to help the underdogs out, yeah. you know, and uh, he was a real good guy. When the year I lived with him, I was twenty, and he was forty. He oh, was really? he, he was in his twentieth season in the East Coast Hockey League. Wow! So I mean, you want to have a few beer after the game, and he starts telling stories about the old days. Yeah. That was real tough hockey. That was way before slap shot. Yeah, well, that's pretty much you think grizzled veteran, and that <laughs> pretty much sum it up. Yeah, yeah. So who was uh, who was your your first fight in the NHL? Uh, Dennis Hexall. Really? Yeah, I was. Uh, Playing in uh, Richmond, Virginia, in the American Hockey League for yeah. the Flyers Farm Club, I got called up, and uh, the team was in playing in Minnesota, so I had to fly into Minnesota, and uh, we were on a road trip down in uh, Virginia when I got called up. So it was warm down there in the winter. I just had a light little jacket on, and so we got called up, and uh, I went into Minnesota, and it was cold there. But our first game, that first night, I got in there and. Had to fight my I think my second shift. Well, might as well get it out of the get way. Get it out of the way. Get it going. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And then uh, you know what would be either your your personal favorite or your most memorable tilt. Uh, I think uh, you know coming when I got traded from Philadelphia back to Vancouver here. You know you're you're a little, you're excited but nervous at the same time. Sure. You're coming into your hometown. All your friends and family are. Uh, up in the stands watching, and we were playing the New York Rangers that night. And uh, so I ended up uh, getting in a scrap with Nicky Fertillo. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nicky and I went to pick your spot. So. Yeah, <laughs> get out of right away. <laughs> and uh, that was a good one. We went back and forth and had, uh, had a real good scrap. And it's funny because, uh, you know, how it is in hockey. You, you you play against somebody, but, you know, if you end up playing with them, he's your best buddy. Yeah, and, yeah. And then later on, I got uh, at the end of my career, I got traded to Hartford, and Nicky was playing for Hartford. Okay. So it was right before Thanksgiving. So I was in the hotel, and he said after practice, he said, uh, "What are you doing for Thanksgiving?" I said, "Just you know, staying in the hotel." He said, "No, you're coming back to my house tonight." And took me back with his family, and we had a big turkey dinner. And That's he got awesome. out his old scrapbook, and he had all the pictures of the fights we had. So oh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Nicky was a real good guy. Yeah, no, it became heard, a good friend. Heard nothing but uh, about great things about him. I had the pleasure of meeting him once when I was with the Flyers, and they were in town. I went down to the room and ended up meeting him. And when I shook his hand, I mean, I was you know probably two o five, two ten at the time, playing junior, and I thought he was going to pick me right off the ground, just yeah. shake my hand. He was yeah. strong. You know, and there's a kid that grew up in New York City. Yeah, well, he used to take a, a hatchet on the subway in his yeah. bag to, yeah. to get and, to practice. And play hockey. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, talk about making it tough. Yeah, the, getting to the, the rink, I guess he wasn't too concerned no. once he got there. <laughs> Going on the ice was easy. Yeah, yeah. oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so, you know, going back to what you were just saying, that getting traded back to Vancouver, your hometown, playing that first game. What was that like playing your first game in Vancouver as a Canuck? Yeah, no, it was... Uh, Right before we had uh, the trade, Philadelphia had played out here, and we had a big brawl on the ice, and uh, so the fans were booing me that night. And then about uh, two, three weeks later, I got traded out here, and yeah. I, so I got a, a real good uh, 
ovation when I came on the ice. And it was, it was just, you know, exciting to go back into your own town and be able to play for your own team, so the hometown team. So yeah. I was very fortunate that way. Well, when you guys, uh, in those years in Vancouver, you guys always had a very tough team, too. I mean, right from the get-go of the, the first season. With, yeah, they always, Vancouver always had uh, good, strong teams yeah. and played hard. And uh, sometimes the skill wasn't as good as the, the skill they have now, but uh, it was always a, a tough element to the yeah. Canucks. Yeah. So what, your, your favorite moment as a player... You know, is there something that sticks out that, or you know, I I think as a kid you always look back and it just, I think that first, your first NHL game, yeah, sitting in that dressing room and you're you're nervous and you're looking around at all these guys that are, you've seen on TV and you yeah. go and play against guys as a kid you're watching them and uh, all of a sudden you're on the ice against them and it, uh, I think to me that was the most exciting time of my career. Yeah. Yeah. Most memorable, anyways. You know, like you look at it, think, you know, you you experience a lot going through minors and juniors, and to all of a sudden be sitting in that dressing room, knowing you're going to be playing that night, it was uh, very exciting. Yeah. No. Once you once you get back to the bench from that first shift, it's yeah. kind of surreal. Yeah. It was. Uh, phew, made it. Yeah. Exactly. You're <laughs> waiting for somebody on. to go. Hey, what do you think? <laughs> but uh, no. So as, as a player. Um, did you have any, you know, sort of forethoughts or aspirations to be a coach or a scout? Obviously, you're, you know, scout with the Flyers now. Um, near the end, I was starting to, you know, look at coaching and think that would be an interesting job. And I was watching and I was playing in Hartford at that time. And um, I negotiated my own contract. I didn't have an agent at that time. And uh, Larry Plow was the general manager. Okay. So Larry asked me what, you know, what I was thinking down the road, you know. And I said, oh, I, know, I was sort of thinking about coaching or getting in to do something like that. And so he put into my contract the first year for playing, and then the second year was an option. If I did, wasn't going to play, I had a job as a coaching in their uh, farm club. Oh, okay. So Larry gave me my chance, you know, and that's what you need someone to open that door for yep. you. And he gave me that opportunity, and uh, so 40 years later, I'm still in the business. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you've certainly made a, a good run of it. I know when I was with Vancouver there in training camp for a couple of years, you were my coach in some of the, the rookie games there. So yeah. that was, uh, <laughs> it was interesting to have you back there because, you know, you knew you couldn't exactly come to the bench without doing something. Or, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, for, for, so for me, you know, uh, to get that opportunity to get into coaching, and I've been fortunate. I had I had good coaches when I played. I had uh, started with Fred Shiro oh, okay. in the uh, in the National Hockey League. Fred Shiro and then Pat Quinn, and uh, so you learn a lot from these guys. They were excellent coaches, and yeah. uh, so it was a real good experience for me to to learn from some great guys. And then now, you know, now you're in as you've been in professional scouting for, you know, several years now. Is that something that is, you know, was that a big transition to go from behind the bench to scouting? Or is it something that you've kind of enjoyed that? Well, I, I think uh, there's more, the, the biggest change for me was when you're watching games as a coach, you're looking at uh, systems and breakouts and all of a sudden now you're sitting down just analyzing certain uh, players, you gotcha. know, individual players and their skating ability and 
uh, how they think and just what they do in different situations. So that was a little change from uh, the coaching to the scouting. Gotcha. And then uh, now with, you know, with Hockey Circles, you're one of the directors and uh, you're in charge of our, our analytics, which we'll be doing, which will enable people to, you know, send in uh, video clips and have them analyzed by yourself and some of your staff. So, uh, you know, for an average player, uh, elite player, um, how big is that to be able to, to have access to that? It's really sort of the, one of the first first ways for people to actually be able to get stuff evaluated without having to go to, you know, a camp or whatever. Yeah, go to a lot of these, a lot of parents now go to academies and yep. they pay a lot of money for for these schools and I think a lot of kids that they, uh, if their play can be analyzed, you can, you can pick up things on their skating, um, you know, as a defenseman, how you're turning, where you're keeping your sticks. Uh, and all these things can be uh, picked up when you're looking at videos. You can see, you can make uh, some good comments to kids and you can give them some real good advice. Yeah, uh, and obviously they can take that with them into practice. And as long as they're working on those things, they're going to see those areas improve. And, yeah, that's yeah. right. I mean, if you, it's one thing to give advice, but it's, it goes right back to the hockey player. He has to work at that and uh, take the time and yeah. put the effort in. For sure. For sure. Uh, is there any, you know, in terms of, of younger players, like, you know, maybe not so much in, in junior or above because those guys have, you know, a lot of people around them, but for, you know, kids in minor hockey, any advice on how to be a good teammate, how to be a positive teammate, you know, because I know a lot of stuff now is all about individuals and stats and whatever, whereas... Yeah, a lot of... Day, it, was, it was a team. Yeah, you see a lot of kids now and, and it's all... They worry so much about points, you know, and uh, and maybe that's the way the game is going. You have to, you feel like you have to get points to uh, be noticed. And uh, but I think if you if your team is winning and being successful, you're going to get that opportunity. And I think the biggest thing for kids is to really stick up, help guys out that aren't as maybe uh, gifted uh, skill wise but very good defensively and stuff like that. So you can, as a young kid, I think you just got to really support all your teammates and uh, make sure they all feel that they're contributing to the team. Yeah. Well, I, I, obviously it's, you know, whether it's at minor league level, whether it's a pro level, you know, pe people go through little slumps or little rough spots here, there, and a word of encouragement from a teammate instead of, you know, that look down the bench sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, the guy it, it he makes a, a bad pass or something. Yeah. You don't, you know, guys just slap their sticks down and shake their head. They don't want to do that. No. You just say, hey, we'll get the next one, you know. Yeah. Be positive all the time. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And then on, on the flip side of that for minor hockey, and, and obviously you're still involved with a lot of kids coming out of minor hockey, uh, any advice for parents? <laughs> I, I, know, I know it's a loaded topic, but, uh, you know. It's a... Uh, how, how not only for their kid but for the other kids on the team you know how yeah and it's you know parents are there was so like when I grew up my, my dad dropped me off he'd come to the game but he wouldn't say anything or and parents were now are so intense I think they all expect their kids to play in the National Hockey League and it's a it's a it's tough to get there yeah it's really hard it's hard to make it to the National Hockey League I remember when uh, I was playing minor hockey down at Burnaby, 
they had a big banner on the wall that says, minor hockey is for kids, let's leave it that way. You know, parents can be supportive, and but yelling at refs and yelling at, you know, kids don't need that. Yeah. You know, if I was a kid and my dad was acting up more my mom, I'd he'd be embarrassed. You know, and just uh, be supportive of your kids and, and the team and the coach. Yeah. No, I guess that's, you know, that's why it's a team game and it's not yeah, you know, tennis exactly. where you're focused yeah. on one person, you know. No, nobody wins a game on their own. Yeah, you don't want the kid doesn't want to turn around and see his parents fighting in the stands. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, any uh, anything else you'd you'd like to add? Is there any you know anything in the game that you're you know passionate about in terms of uh, you know any any charity events you like doing? You know anything you'd like uh, to mention? Well, uh, with the Canuck alumni, we yeah. we're involved now with uh, Cans and Canuck Autism Network and. Yeah. Uh, we do a big uh, game every year, uh, a tournament on the weekend, one weekend every year, and it's it's a real good cause. And we also are involved with uh, Hockey Helps the Homeless, which is another yeah. great cause. And it's uh, those are the things that uh, our alumni supports. A couple of the things where alumni supports a lots of events, but those are a couple of things that have really uh, been real positive, I think, for the for the community. Yeah. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's always been stuff going on behind the scenes, but I think in the last few years, it's it, there's a lot more. Uh, you know, alumni teams or even just former players that are really getting more involved with specific, you know, causes and charities, and really, you know, giving their time to try and supporting support it and helping it. it. I think that's, it's, that's uh, awesome. You have to do that. You know, yeah. you, you got to give back to the community. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well. Hopefully the tape works. All right, Mike, and, uh, good job on your first one. Yeah, well, we'll <laughs> it, just fake it and make it through. Right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for watching, and uh, hopefully we'll have uh, some other cool guests for you coming up. But uh, my thanks to Mr. Jack Mack. It's All been right, a pleasure. Mike, thank and you, buddy. Cheers. All right. All right, signing off for now. Have a good one.